This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company, it just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Well, the people have spoken. Have they spoken? They've spoken and we've heard the call. What have they said? We're announcing our candidacy for president for 2024. Hardy, hardy, 2024. Let's do this. Wait a minute. You said president. Yes. Now this is hardy, hardy. So which hardy is which hardy? We're going to be co-presidents. Oh, okay. Is that for real? Yeah. Okay. Let's do is it. Is that a thing? Why not? Why not? I mean, one of us will have to take the title of vice president. I don't mind doing that. Okay. But we're going to be like a... So I'm going to be president and you're going to yes, be vice president. and we'll be like a tag team kind of thing. I love this. Like when you're tired and can't go out to a event, I'll, I'll be president. Which is every night. <laughs> so you'll handle, you'll handle the, the day stuff. I am a morning person. Right. I will do the mornings. I will have all the brunches, coffee, breakfasts, meetings in the morning. But by 2 o'clock... I'm tagging out, and you're in. Yeah, and I'll do, like, the dinners with heads of state and all that stuff. That's so great. Yeah. I don't want to see those people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. You just want to get the work done. You don't want to have to deal with the people. Yeah, and have breakfast. I mean. (laughs) In the Rose Garden. I like this idea. Okay. I think it's good. I think we probably need more than that to share with people, but we're working on that. We have time. Yes. I I, I mean, we... You know how much it costs to run in the life to be to run for Yeah, this is very grassroots. Yeah. We're, start, we're starting <laughs> We're gonna start from the ground. I'll up. drop my Venmo in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever works. Who knows? I think it's like eight hundred million dollars or something. Yeah, we need to get third party alternatives. That's right. So. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. It's about money and power. We got it. <laughs> That's no, right. We don't have any of. We that. don't have. We have neither power nor money, <laughs> but we're working on it. So we've got we've got about three years to really be ready, and then for right. that year we've got to. So let's just let it ride for about a year and a half, and then we'll kick it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, that's really not what we're talking that's about. That's not what we're talking about? No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to give you a little recap because it's been a minute. Since yeah, it's we've been a been, couple of months. Right. So our traditional, like our standard thing so far, you know, we're we're like serious podcasters from way back. Yeah. And so our kind of our pattern has been like take a little break and have like a, sec- a second, um, what do you call that? Have season. another season, yeah. Yeah, and then like a third season. So this is season three. This is the beginning of season three. Episode one. That's right. That's where we are. And we took a gigantic break this time. Well, it's a couple of months. I guess the end of October was our last one. Yeah. And just with the busyness of the holidays and all that, mm-hmm. we just... We didn't feel like we could put our effort into it to really do something great, so we just kind of took a break. Right. And why have we been so busy? Because we've been vacationing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fortunately, we've been blessed to yes. be able to vacate a little bit. That's been so cool, and people are kind of shocked that we've like been taking trips during the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, but we went to Colorado to see Drew for Christmas. Drew, our oldest son, is up there working now um, at a ski resort at Keystone, and so we went up there. 
the five of us, which is kind of nice because typically when we go ski, we take a bunch of people with us. And we have like 30 people yeah. stuffed in a two-bedroom or one-bedroom. One-bedroom. Yeah. Last time it was nine people in a one-bedroom. Yes. And people like are on an air mattress in the kitchen, in the bathroom, and wherever because yeah. that's just the way it is because we're not paying for another place. So, And you're gone all day during when you're skiing. Like I wouldn't do that for like a beach vacation where you're going to stay in. Everybody and, will be there no, more no, often. No, no, no. I wouldn't be doing that. So, you know, it's just the way we roll. But it was great to see Drew and see him at his job and get to ski with him, snowboard with him, and do all the fun stuff. And then my the funnest thing we did, I thought, was snow was snowmobiles. Yeah, we did snowmobiles for right. Alex's birthday. We have never done snowmobiles before, and it was, like, pretty good. Yeah, like, it was cool. It was expensive. But yes, it, it was. But it was really fun. Really fun. And we were with our own little guide, so, you know... We we got to like go off and do some cool stuff. I thought. Well, in the middle of it, we stayed. We got. We had a break in a yurt to get. Right. Hot what cocoa. about the break you took in the middle, honey? What is that? Oh, I did. When I <laughs> <laughs> I came around the bend, and instead of turning right, I kind of went straight into this. How come you didn't turn right? I don't know. I I didn't turn enough. I guess. Everybody in front of you turned right. Yeah, they did. <laughs> well, once I felt like I wasn't going to make it, then I just went straight. Like, I'm not going to make this turn, so I went straight. But what was cool is, and I've never done this before, like, I was stuck, like, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, it ended up being chest-deep snow, which was cool, <laughs> because the guide came over to help me get out of there, and he said, oh, just step off. And I stepped off, and there was, like, no ground. Yeah, I went up to my chest. And we, all the kids, and me, we were howling yes. it was so it, funny it was kind of awesome to be up to my neck in snow yeah if i had thought about it and if i knew drew because i know drew videoed i would have swam out of this yeah snow. no so that I was kind of cool don't know how you got out if i was chest deep in snow yeah. i would just be stuck there <laughs> until it melted i mean i wouldn't be able to get out of that i don't know how We'd have to pull you out by you your would, head i mean i would need the jaws of life yeah oh yeah i just don't see another i way. just kept my legs moving like a running back <laughs> It just plowed right through there. It was so funny. Yeah. And then a funnier part too was when we all got in line and we were we were waiting for we were at the top of the mountain, kind of crest of the mountain a little bit, and the um the guide was our guide's name was Coach. He was waiting on people to pass below and he hopped off his snowmobile and was talking to Drew, who was behind him. And he was saying to Drew, I don't know what he was saying because we couldn't hear him. Was when we were waiting for the group in front of us to get down. Yeah, there was people down there that yeah. moved. And so he turned to talk to Drew, but then the guide's snowmobile started to roll, and Drew was like, "Hey, dude, your sled's leaving." <laughs> He's like, "Oh no!" And he ran back and jumped on. Oh, it was so yeah. funny. Like so that that's cool. a very expensive piece of machinery to let go down the mountain. Yes, I, was I would like to note I did not do that. Yes, you did not do that, and right. I was thankful that was not when any of our kids. Okay, so we so, went from being in the snow on a mountain. Yes, to what, three weeks later? Three weeks later, we were in Mexico at a in wedding. Mexico at a family wedding in yes. this little tiny town called Sayulita. We flew into Puerto Vallarta. They said, do not rent a car, just get a car service. And we got a car service and went over to, um, we stopped at the Mega Mart. Yep, about and, 45 minutes from Puerto Vallarta. Yep, and we yep. went to Sayulita. I am not a, usually a beach person, but. What I found that I love was I loved the crashing waves. They were kind of intimidating it was and scary intense, to me. Yeah. But I loved watching the surfers. And, and I'm not a huge fan of, like, I would say Mexico in general. It made me want to maybe see a Polynesian side of surfing and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. I just would want I want to go to a different area, too, to see that. But I really want to see, like, some big surf waves. And 
I guess Hawaii is the place to do that. Yeah. And what I liked about this, it was a little surf town. Mm -hmm. Like you were in a village and not like in a resort. Yes. Because we've been to Mexico at a resort. Right. And it's not quite this, the same. Yeah, this, no, was, this was, like this was much town. cooler to me. Yeah, like yeah. we were walking through the town, and there's a baseball game. Like in the middle of the yeah. town, there's a little baseball field, and so we I walked mean, on the field, cool. watched the watched them play for a minute. That was so cool. Yeah, we rented a golf cart because you're not supposed to need you don't need a car, <laughs> and we did um, pop a tire on it. Because well, we kind of had five people on the that was four my fault. Man. Totally my fault. And we had an offensive lineman. Here's the deal: on there. going up to the wedding. The wedding was at the top of this mountain, really. It was, be- it was overlooking gorgeous. like the town and the ocean. Oh yeah. And going up, we knew we couldn't put all of us on there because I mean, even with just three of us on there, we were chugging to get it up was, there because it like, was steep. Yes, yeah. and our all and our little golf cart was chugging. You're on dirt road and cobblestone and all this stuff. So going up, I was like, no, we got to send the skinniest kid back to. Get Get Jake because Drew went down to get so Jake. Drew went back because no more weight than Jake is on the golf cart. So then they came up, but going down, I was just thinking, We're going down, we're not going to be chugging. We got momentum. I wasn't thinking you about were thinking the weight. gravity would help us, right? I was right. not thinking about the pounds and pounds of weight in this golf cart. And how did we all five fit on there? I Who was in your lap? No, I was in Jake's lap. You were next in Jake's. <laughs> I was driving. Which wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> you were in Jake's lap yeah. and Alex and Drew were on the back. Yeah. Because all of our kids are 6'3 plus. Drew's 6'4. So, yeah. yeah. There's no tiny people. Okay. So, going down. Yeah. We popped a tire. We had to pull over. The kids, for whatever reason, we were like, y'all keep walking. Yeah. We let our kids just in we're about a halfway strange to our condo town area. in another country. We let them just take off in the dark and find their way back to our condo. Well, like you said, they're 6'3 and they above. They are large people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we ended up it's having... pretty safe town, though. Pretty safe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, and we actually were staying in a, like, a gated little area yeah. that was on the beach. So that was really fun. Anyways, it was a beautiful wedding, a lot of fun. It was Everyone amazing. survived the golf cart. Yes, everyone survived. It was really a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a family wedding I that we I think traveling with our kids to. is fun. We just have a good time. It's interesting going with more adult kids. Like, yeah. it was really, it was really nice because mm-hmm. we all get along and you didn't have the young kid stuff of, hey, don't touch me. Well, maybe mm-hmm. we had a little bit of that. But, no, that was actually <laughs> that, me in the back. That I had was to you. Sit, the kids are so big, I had to sit in the back between Jake and Alex. With the driver. And they're totally always touching me and stuff. But, yes. anyways. And, and they, I think they gang up me. on you a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but it was still fun. It's cool traveling uh, and so hanging fun. out with your adult kids. Yeah, that so was fun. fun. Yeah, it is fun. So, that's a little update. We also have another wedding coming up with... Emily uh, Edwards. The half. Yep. Her family's pretty excited, and we're pretty excited about... Yeah. She's getting married in March. March So 4th. we've got that coming up. Yep, that's around the corner. Yep, so a little update on us and the kids. Mm-hmm. Alex just made the baseball team, so we have base, we have scrimmage this Thursday. That's right. Yep. It'll be fun Play time. ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into our main topic, and that's really navigating the news. Woohoo! Because with all, there's obviously been a presidential election, and there's been a lot of stuff going on with that Mm -hmm. and just through the summer with riots and and we really what we want to do is talk about it like Mm non-partisan like how do we how can we find facts about the news neither on the left or the right just what are the facts yeah so we came up with six things that we try to do Mm -hmm. so we're going to share those and see if that can help y'all maybe Mm -hmm. find the news you want to find and be able to educate yourself and learn from all sides. Right. So that's really... Yeah, and I remember just kind of expounding on that. Like, when we were first married, you used to write, you used to write in all the time. 
to the oh yeah op-ed that was very section. dramatic <laughs> to very the, authorian dramatic yeah. to the op-ed section opinion editorial section of the four shot telegram would be yeah. like scott hardy fort worth and you'd have your little section in there and i always thought that was really cool that you did that but now i go, I go back and read those and i was so dramatic it's like <laughs> you still oh, have gosh. them oh yeah I found, when i went through i was looking for stuff for your 50th birthday uh-huh. which was in december that also happened um <laughs> And I was finding all these old articles oh, that I funny. had written, I didn't and I'm like, that. oh gosh. So dramatic. So just <laughs> dripping with drama. Oh, That's gosh. funny. Well, anyways, yeah. my point of that is that I, you said, you know, you used to, you used to write in an opinion editorial, but now yeah. a lot of things are opinion editorials, how, how they're already written. It's so. kind of merged into right. info entertainment. Kind right. Of. And explain to the listening audience what the fairness doctrine is and how that factors into. Oh gosh. Um, this was in the 80s with the Reagan administration. And before that, it really had been pretty neutral. Like, the news had been neutral for a long time. But what they decided is, the fairness doctrine is both sides have to have equal time. Right. So you're giving, when I say both sides, I guess you're thinking in a two-party system, Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative. Right. So the the idea was... Give both sides. If you're going to share one side, you've got to share the other. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess in theory that sounds good, but I think what's happened over the years is you've got news organizations that are very to the right, and you've got news organizations that are very to the left, Mm -hmm. and you don't... Both sides have gotten further and further apart, and they spin things in the philosophy that they think. Right. So it's hard to know what the real news is kind of in the middle. Right. It's kind of what's happened. So why did the fairness doctrine go away? Because that was 87, I think, by yeah. Reagan. And it was basically said that equal airtime had to be given. Yeah. Okay, so why did it go away? Well, the, you've now you've got... You've got the two sides have started their own news organizations and all that, so oh, they're separate now. Oh, gotcha. They're, that they're owned. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, instead okay. of really... One source, instead of one source giving both sides, it's become one side and another side. Okay. Which okay. I don't know that they really, they didn't foresee that happening. But uh, that's yeah, kind of what's right. happened. So we have like six, six helpful things that we do or try to do. And you're probably better at some of these than I am, but let's go through them. Okay. What do you got? Number one, go to the source. Go to the source. And that is like if there's a document like the constitution Mm -hmm. or laws that come in effect, go to that source document and read it yourself. Right. And form your own opinions of it. Yeah. You can actually pull up the constitution. Right. And what I've done, I've just done this this week. There's the 1776 commission, which president Trump had commissioned it was supposed to kind of look at history and um, help schools. It was kind of a curriculum to help schools like teach history from the beginning of the nation till now. Mm-hmm. So you've got that on one side, and then there's the 1619 Project, which is more of a liberal, uh, more of a liberal thing of curriculum. And I've kind of read through that a little bit. What I want to do is read both. I'm going to read one, and then I'm going to read the other. Mm -hmm. And instead of hearing opinions about, because both sides have opinions about these documents and what's been developed, I'm going to read it myself and look through it myself and see what I think about it. Yeah. Because if you're on one side, you don't like the other. Right. So I'm trying to see if maybe there's value in both of these different documents. Yeah. So that's one thing I've kind of set 
mm-hmm. as a project for me is to really in-depthly look at both of those. Right. And then decide on my own, okay, what? Yeah. what's of value here? So uh, another thing that I have here is um, this this website. It's called Annenberg Classroom. So A-N-N-E-N-B-E-R-G classroom.org. Mm-hmm. And it basically has, like... It's got the Constitution. That's what it is. It's the Constitution. It's the text of the Constitution. Yeah. And then the meaning of that section. Oh, okay. And then the text of the Constitution and the meaning of that section. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's kind of broken down into like, read this little section and here's the meaning of it. And it gives yeah. it in, you know, plain terms or whatever. So that's kind of cool. So those are... And just seeing the context of the documents or, you know, the source document, seeing what the context of that is. Right. Yeah. Instead of just relying on... The spin from one side or the other. Right, yeah. Even yeah. if it comes to you through a news source, you've, it, you can trace it back to somewhere. Yeah, and we're going to kind of get into, we found a site that kind of Helps, has, yeah. has rated where news organizations stand. Yeah. So we'll go through that a little, little bit. Right. Um, so go to the source and develop your own ideas and your own opinions. Number two is maintain a bird's eye view. And that is all about visiting several news sites to get different angles of the same story Mm -hmm. because it's just so hard. I mean, if you just boiled it down to two stations, you've got Fox News and CNN, and they tend to be, you'll hear the story different on Fox than you would hear it on CNN. Mm -hmm. I mean, traditionally, that's how it's been. So I like to look at, like, when a big story happens, I'll go try to find, like, if the story's in Florida, I'll go try and look for local news stations. Mm. That are a little less like into the national, whatever's going on the national. Right. So maybe I hear the story a little more, more unbiased. Yeah. Like a little more neutral. Mm-hmm. It's just a local channel. Right. Covering. They're not trying to get huge ratings mm-hmm. and all that. So mm-hmm. that's what I do is really try to find. I'll Google it and try to find. I'll kind of bypass Fox and CNN at first and try to find as the local close to story. As you can get. Yeah. Find the local story and, and they're, <laughs> maybe they're not as yeah. worried about yeah. ratings and stuff. Right. So. And then also just pull up things from the different ones and read the same, read the same thing from yeah. different, you know, and just, you got to kind of put things, you got to kind of puzzle piece things together sometimes. When it's just, it's amazing to me having grown up, like I was into journalism and all that. You talked about me writing the mm-hmm. paper and really in, in journalism, you're supposed to be pretty much neutral. There's moments like the op-ed section where you can talk about that. But now you've got people just, I mean, I've literally read things and it'll just say the other side's stupid or this is dumb or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, we've got to be a little, a little more neutral than that to share the story. Right. I mean, you can, we obviously have thoughts about what we're seeing and hearing. Yeah. But maybe don't go quite there with your opinion. Right. In every article. You mm-hmm. know. Right. So we've got go to the source, maintain a bird's eye view, visiting several news sites. And number three is a pretty big one. It's vet and don't fret. Mm -hmm. And this is really focused in on social media, where you've got your Facebook and your Instagram, your Snapchat. Um, And really, when you see these posts, if something something seems extreme, it probably is extreme. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where a lot of misinformation is coming from, Mm -hmm. is we're posting things that aren't really true, and then... It's kind of it kind of snowballs and everybody starts sharing it. Yeah. And I've had it's like over the last year I've had a lot of conversation. I'll PM people. I don't really call them out in the comments or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and PM. say like private message. Mm-hmm. 
and say, you know, I Google this and I found five different articles that say this is a bogus article. Mm -hmm. So how successful are you with that? Well, out of the times I've done it, one person has actually taken it down. Wow. Yeah. And most of the time I hear, well, it could be true. Mm -hmm. Like this might be true. And I, people have said, oh, I know it's not true. And then I'll be like, are you going to take it down? No, I'm just going to leave it. Because it could I, be true. I don't understand that. And yeah, it's like I don't know what to do with that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I've tried. Yeah. So. I don't get that. And you were gonna say something about like images you oh, see. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I usually just tell my clients I'm like you know, I tr I don't typically trust pictures and photographs because I know that you're a graphic artist for a living. So I tell them, you tell me what picture you want to create, and you I can have that done for you by Scott Hardy by the time I finish this haircut. Like. It, you're just, you can put together, you know, anything you want a picture to say. Right. So I don't usually take that. But videos, I think, are a little more, um, like, you can rely on them a little more. But aren't those getting to where they can but, superimpose things? Like, is that not? Well, I mean, you're talking about, like, putting faces in and stuff yeah. like that. That's that's a thing that's coming. That's coming, Like, yeah. deep fake stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, you can edit it in a way, like, I've seen on both sides, like, during the presidential oh, campaign. Yeah. The guy, like, Biden will be saying these things, and they cut it in a way that it sounds like right. that's all he's talking about. Yeah. And they do it on the Trump side, too. Of like, course. this is all Trump talks about. When right. really, it's just, it's little moments of speeches. Yeah. And, and then when they I make watch it sound like it's now, all the time. When I watch anything like that, I watch for glitches. Like, right. I just watch for the glitch. And you go, oh, yeah, this wasn't a continuous, like, what? And so then, what do you do? You go pull up the transcript and see exactly what was said. And then you know the context. Or find the source videos on YouTube of the actual right. speech or, yeah. Right. Just take some time. It does take time. And sometimes there's not, I don't I don't care about every issue this deeply to go like, like, you know, search it all out. But there are things that I do care enough deeply about to go search out. Well, there's been a few times that I've really gotten deep into this. Like mm -hmm. I've seen Twitter JPEGs and I, you can just look at it and go, hmm. No, this looks you weird. can. You can. Well, They're, yeah. Because that's what I you guess do. Having but an eye. You do have an eye. But you can just look at what they say and go, mm -hmm. okay, even for this person, this seems like an extreme thought. Mm -hmm. So I've gone, like, there'll be a date on the Twitter post, right? Of the JPEG. I've gone and gone to that person's account. And I've searched out that date to see if they've said that. And I found before that they've never said this. Right. Well, they could have deleted it. Well, yeah, you, that's true. But mm -hmm. you can look through. Like, yeah. there was one, it wasn't, it was someone's account, but they had doctored it up, and it's not really their official account. Oh, it's not even their official account. Yeah, so yeah. that was an easy one to find. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just looking through to see if these things really occurred. All right. So just maybe thinking a little deeper about it. All right. So... Really, just don't post stuff that you're not sure if it's true or not. Right. And... If you're not sure, just... And don't just do it because it might be true. Mm -hmm. Or they could do this. Yeah. We need to really mm -hmm. kind of cut back and go, okay, this really happened and this didn't happen. Right. And right. it's it's a little more fair for everybody. If you don't know it, don't post it. Is that a thing? I don't know. We can... We need to We need something. It. We, we need, need to, a little we need catchy. A some, there's bet. something catchy here. I, I'm not there yet. But we'll, come, we'll come up with it. It'll that. be a hashtag later. That's right. Okay. So the fourth thing is be Switzerland. Be Switzerland. And if you know about Switzerland, they are notoriously neutral. <laughs> Through all the wars and everything, they have been neutral. So that's all about finding sources that don't take sides. Mm -hmm. and you it's hard have, to do. Yes, it is. And you found a great one recently oh my that you've been learning all kinds I of stuff. I love her so much. <laughs> and if you are not following her, 
right now. I'm even following her now. Pause this podcast. Actually, you can listen to a podcast and start look on your phone right. at the same time. Go to Instagram. It's at Sharon says so. It's Sharon like a person's name says so. Like I said so, you said so. Sharon says so. She is phenomenal. She is. A, she was a government teacher. Yeah. Uh, and now she just. I mean, literally has like thousands and thousands of followers that have just like. I mean, it exploded like, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Well, people are hungry to find real yeah, news. Yeah. yeah. And so she will literally say, you know, she basically is just about the facts. So she has, she posts tons of stories every day. On and Instagram. That's where you, yeah. I mean, she's always my first little bubble on, on my story, which I love because she's really why I go to Instagram now because I just want to see what Sharon says. And she'll, she'll post a little thing that says, what questions are you wondering about today? And people will ask questions and she's literally just factually answering them. And then someone will say something like, it's so clear that you're far right. Yeah. And she says, really? Because here's a list of all the DMs I got today saying, it's so clear you're far left. I mean, she she refuses to answer that question. You don't even know where she lies. She truly wants to tell you the facts. Here's, let's go see what the Constitution says. Let's go see what this executive order says. Like, she's very much into straight facts. What does and, the law and the history really say? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And the other thing that she's doing, which I'm so excited about have you done it yet Has no it it's out? coming this week oh, okay she's having she's just she's just people are just eating up her content because it's the truest thing that we found in a while and she's having government for grown-up classes yeah basically she's requesting like a ten dollar donation via venmo that's a no-brainer ten bucks you can be in the class but i have i think there's like three classes they're like she had three of them. There's still another one today, I think, of, of a live class. So if you're in her live class, obviously you can ask questions and whatever. But if you're not in her live class, I signed up. I just get, gave my 10 bucks in order to get the replay. So yeah. I can't actually interact with anybody. I'm just going to watch the class. So the first class in January is on Congress. And then she has a second class coming in February. I think she's doing two classes in February. I haven't heard what the second one's about yet. The first class in February is going to be on the Constitution. And she's the one that gave me that link earlier about the text with the meaning. So uh, then she's going to have a master's class. Did I tell you this? <laughs> I hadn't heard Master's that. class. Her yeah. master's class, which I think I'm going to do, even though I do not consider myself a master of all things government. Her master class is the is like important Supreme Court rulings in the last. Last 21 years. Oh, gosh. How cool is that? Wow. Are you jealous? You want to do it with me? I can do it with you. Okay. Yes. So, this is going to help us as we get ready for our presidential camp campaign. Right. We're we going to know so We need to more. know about this. That's right. Right. So, uh, anyways, she is, like, phenomenal. Like, she's so good. And I, I hope that you will all go right now and follow her. You will want to see everything she says every day. She's really good. Nice. Yep. And on that note, I follow the Bush Center, which is the president's President George Bush W., mm -hmm. not his dad. It's his presidential center, and obviously that probably swings right, but they do a really good job. Like, I've watched online live events where they just talk about issues and things, mm -hmm. and it's, that's a really good resource, too. That They're on Instagram and Facebook. All right. And then you can go through their website to see. They have a lot of different speakers and, like, former speechwriters yeah. and former diplomats and all that that they have a lot right 
to just talk about different things. I also get a news source to my inbox every morning during the week, Monday through Friday called The Skim, and it's S-K-I-M-M. It leans left, but I like to hear that, and I like to see kind of what they're what they're saying, what anybody, you know, what both sides are saying, and I can put everything together. So The Skim is, like I said, it leans left, but it does give a lot of facts, like facts with numbers on like coronavirus stuff or also, yeah. you know, who whatever in other countries, things that are happening, like it's pretty, you know, pretty straightforward. Yep. And then we also found a site called allsides.com. Which we can found that from Sh- Sharon says Sharon's, so. It all comes from Sharon. Allsides.com. <laughs> allsides.com. And on their site, like... Wait, the, is it allsidesmedia.com? It's allsides.com is what oh, I'm on right now. Oh, okay, okay. And... um it's obviously they're trying to look at all sides of the issues. Yeah. And on here I found ratings of different news organizations. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to run through that real quick. Just some of the big highlights. Kind of where they, looking at how they report what this site thinks, kind of which way they lean. Right. So you have ABC News, which is left of center. Um, you have AP. Uh, the Associated Associ- Press. The Associated Press, which is they consider them center. Um, you have BBC News, which is considered center. Uh, Bloomberg is more left of center. Breitbart is like, they have them far right. <laughs> <laughs> and then CBS News is left of center. CNN is left uh, far left. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just moved CNN far left. I think they were left of center. Yeah. And now they moved them. Or... Yeah. Fox was just right of center, and they moved them for right. One of the two. Yeah. Like, they just they actually just changed their rating. And then Forbes is center. Fox News is right of center. Fox News opinion, like their opinion shows, are far right. So maybe <laughs> that's what you're thinking. Uh, the Huffington, Huffington Post is far left. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of helps you see, like, where these news organizations are coming from. Right. And honestly, if they'll be honest and tell me, you know, this is where we're at. Like, I listen to some people that are more conservative, and they'll say, I am conservative. I'm letting you know that up front. Mm-hmm. If they'll just let me know up front, it's when they're kind of acting like they don't have a bias, right. when they obviously do. Right. That's what bothers me the most, yeah. I think. And once you kind of see that, I feel like when an article comes up, and I know the source of it, I can kind of, in my mind, already go, okay, it's going to be maybe slanted this way or another. And just to kind of be on the lookout for any biases that just kind of sneak in that I might not even catch yeah. at first. Yep. So those are a couple of sites, a few sites that will help you with that. So number five is Enjoy the Buffet. And this is all about like following people and groups and even friends on Facebook and all that. They have different points of view mm-hmm. because on facebook i've seen a lot of people leaving to me we or something like that mm. where it's in parlor also which there's mm-hmm. a whole big story there that that got shut down and all that mm-hmm. but people were leaving more conservative people were leaving just to be on their little app by themselves conservative mm-hmm. because they feel like there's too much of the other but for me i want the experience of being like on a facebook or social mm-hmm. media platform is to see different views and to talk to people about things that maybe I don't understand, or maybe they don't understand. Like, we can help each other mm-hmm. form our ideas. I don't want to be in a silo where it's just people that think like me. I right. think that's one of the problems we have now, is we only want to be around people we think like. Mm-hmm. And we have trouble listening to or talking with people that maybe think a different way. Yeah. and I do have people that, I mean, to be fair, there are people that have, have said it riles them up so greatly. Like, yeah. just riles them up, like 
really they just it's just a burning up you know they're just upset right when they see too much of something they don't agree with so they hide people or that's when some people have left and whatever and so i'm like i, I kind of border on like if it's if it's if you're struggling with your mental health well maybe you shouldn't be on social media because that's a, a mess yeah. but uh you know there maybe there's a place where you hide some people as you don't have to see their stuff coming across your feed but you know for the most part, I'm like you, Scott. But yeah, there there are people that just it. it to, uh, I think for us, we can read and dissect and whatever. But there are people that really just you know. Well, even can't. for me with the presidential thing and all that, it, it was just getting a little much for me. Mm-hmm. So you can snooze people for 30 days. You don't have to unfriend them. Mm-hmm. So like people that were posting six or eight times a day about the presidential stuff, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't really. I couldn't sustain that with them. Right. So I had to unfollow them for like 30 days, put mm-hmm. them on snooze, and not see it all the time. And it's really helped my news feed, especially on Facebook, is like I'm seeing other people now. Right. And not necessarily 10 stories about <laughs> politics. Right, yeah. So that's something you can do, not necessarily having to unfriend people or block people, but like just take them off your news feed mm-hmm. so you don't have to see it all the time. Yeah. And if it's a good friend, maybe you can check in, see what their life's... You know what I mean? Right. You don't have to see every post that they, yeah, they post. Yeah, absolutely. So, and number six is give it a rest. And you were talking about mental health. It's like, just take time away from your screens. Mm-hmm. Take a break from the news cycle and spend time doing other things mm-hmm. rather than maybe being on your phone or your computer or yeah. your TV. Right. Because, like, we've had uh, no phone Sundays before mm-hmm. where we just put our phones away you kind of check in to see if there's any emergencies. Like you can leave your sound on if you, mm-hmm. if a kid's calling and needs help or a family member or a friend needs something. Right. If you have your sound on, you can get the phone call or the mm-hmm. text. But really just no social media on a Sunday right. is what we do a lot. Yeah. I don't usually um, delete my social media apps, but I will move them off my front page. Yeah. So I got to dig a little further to find out where did I put those again? <laughs> Can't you set your screen time like on your phone? Yeah, you can go to weekly screen time under settings and yeah, then on the you can, iPhone. Right. And you can put I don't know, whatever you know, you can put settings on apps and such like that. So yeah, you can I don't really do that, but that. you can also look at you can see where you've been, like what mm-hmm. the percentage of your time is and mm-hmm. you go, Oh gosh, right. I've been there too much. <laughs> and that's re- my biggest thing is like when I get up in the mornings I start flipping through stuff mm-hmm. and then I go down a wormhole to other stories and all mm-hmm. that and I've I'm trying to get better at not starting my day like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I see a lot of people, like, you'll see a Facebook post of someone, oh, I just can't sleep. Why can't I sleep? And I think, really, we're addicted to our phones. Mm -hmm. So I think at 2 or 3 in the morning, we wake up and we're craving looking at our screen, maybe. Yeah. So it's, there's even been a few nights lately that I'll put my phone in the other room to charge. That's crazy. It's not next to the bed. <laughs> just to help me I know. not wake up. You're, you you do. I I don't do that. I do not grab my phone in the night. I barely open an eye if I have to go to the bathroom in the night because you know you want to stay I asleep feel about that. I want my brain to have as little activity as possible so I don't wake up. But you will grab your phone and be oh, off. Yeah. You'll be gone for two I'll hours. Start on, I'll start. Over, I'll start over on ESPN and I'll end up over on Instagram mm-hmm. and then I, I'm I'm I'll be like oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look up sports news mm-hmm. and then I end up over somewhere else <laughs> on a totally different tangent so hmm. watching star wars videos or something <laughs> mandalorian easter eggs and all that oh my so. gosh so let's go back over what we've talked about to navigate the news um number one go to the source and that's like go to source documents and read them yourselves find mm-hmm. the context and meaning of them 
and form your own opinions about them. Um, number two, maintain a bird's eye view, which is visiting several different news sites to get a different angle of the story. And really, I focus on finding local instead mm -hmm. of national networks mm -hmm. and see what they say about the story. And then something we didn't really get into is watching documentaries on different topics. And yeah. Netflix has a ton of those. You can find them on... You can find them anywhere. Just different documentaries. We just watched one called Rebuilding Paradise, mm -hmm. which is a Ron Howard movie about this this wildfire we had never heard of. It was like 2018. Yeah. Didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, in Paradise, California. Yeah, just it was crazy. It was terrible. Yeah. So go to the source. Maintain a bird's eye view. Number three, vet and don't fret, which social media post. Kind of look into it before you post it, or if you see a social media post... Kind of Google it and see if it's really true. Mm -hmm. um, number four, be Switzerland. <laughs> so try to find some some neutral sites to go to, to and neutral sources. Like you have Sharon Says So, the Bush Center, and then also allsidesmedia.com mm -hmm. mm -hmm. is a good place to start with that. Um, number five, enjoy the buffet. Follow friends and celebrities and maybe politicians that you don't necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. And kind of learn to see what they're thinking. Yeah. And be willing to have a conversation instead of arguing with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and number six, give it a rest. Take a break from your screens give as often rest. as you can. Yeah. Well, and I mean, when we say give it a rest, we don't actually mean from our podcast. I right, because we just be, started again. We just started back. Why would so you rest from us? Don't take, right, and we're going to be campaigning for the next four <laughs> right. years. Like every politician, our campaign has started now. <laughs> Okay, so when we say give it a rest, we don't mean from us. So make sure you like and subscribe and get this dropped to you every time we post a new one. And we look forward to having a wonderful season three with you. And please, Scott, in the show notes, tag right. tag all of these things. Okay, I'm going to try to hit everybody. Okay, I've got a list for you. Okay? okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, hearty party of five and a half. Over and out. We'll see you next time. <laughs>